Good morning and welcome to the Marcus Today Breakfast Briefing. My name is Henry Jennings and it is Thursday the 13th of January and as usual with all the information contained in this briefing it is general advice only so please do your own research, contact your own financial advisor regarding any of the thoughts, ideas or insights in this briefing. If you need to you can always pause the PowerPoint slide here and read the disclaimer in full. If you're listening on a podcast head on over to the marcustoday.com.au website and you can check out the disclaimer there or sign up for a free two-week trial if you're not yet a member. All right, well, we had a positive night on the Dow, despite those inflation numbers, which we will get to in a minute. The Dow closed up 38 points, or 0.11 of a percent, 36,290. It did have a high of 201 points up, so well off the highs, uh, but equally off the lows, which was down around 84 points. So uh, a little bit in the middle for diddle there for the Dow. And the Nasdaq pushing up 0.23 of a percent, 35 points, 15,188. The S&P 500 in the middle, actually not in the middle for diddle today, but the best of the bunch today up 0.28%, 13 points to 4,726. And as you would expect, with all this optimism around, the VIX index fell one point to 18, 3.97% down. SPY futures showing a very, very lacklustre start to the day, down three points, 0.04%. But given the commodity price rises overnight and other things happening, I would be surprised if we saw that minus three points take any hold we could push a little bit higher than that today commodities doing well again last night brent crude up 90 cents 84 dollars 70 many pundits now talking about that magical hundred dollar us a barrel mark up 1.07 percent for brent wti up a dollar 34 to 82.46 1.65 to the good gold hanging on to its recent gains pushing above that trading range that we've seen of 1750 to 1800 for so long 1827.10 up $4.60 or 0.25% iron ore also doing well up 3 bucks 2.33% 131.60 and the Aussie dollar as we talked about yesterday in this uh, briefing, uh, doing pretty well last night, 72.89. So finally, the Aussie dollar seems to be waking up to the fact that commodity prices are on an absolute ripper of a run at the moment. And the commodity currency, the Australian dollar, is up 80 points, uh, 1.11%. So doing pretty well there. Those numbers coming out of China yesterday on the PPI and the CPI helping to give the Chinese authorities some room to stimulate. We also have Chinese Lunar New Year coming up at the end of this month, beginning of February. So as a result, plenty of restocking going on ahead of those holidays as we see the world's biggest people migration or mass movement of people on the planet uh, due to the Lunar New Year. In other commodities last night, we had copper going nuts, up 3.3%, nickel up 3.1%, aluminium down 0.01%, zinc unchanged, lead up 1.7%, and tonne up 1.8%. So pretty good there. You can see the S&P 500 
uh, really dominated last night by that CPI number, and we will get to that in a minute. But after that, it kind of meandered around, probably now in wait and see mode. We do have some more economic data coming out from the US this week, and of course, then we have the all-important crucial reporting season kicking off on Friday. As far as commodities go, we had Freeport McMoran up a big 5% last night. Alcoa down half a percent, not doing so well. Tech not doing anything at all. We had Anglo up 3.9%. Glencore up 3.5%. Vale up 2.03%. Albemarle up 0.37%. In the US, in ADR forms, BHP was up 4.1%, Rio up 2.2%. So it is all about resources and commodities at the moment. Major stories last night, the US 10-year yield settled down one basis point at 1.74%. Nickel prices at their highest in a decade, copper back through $10,000, oil up, gold up, iron ore up, and a weaker US dollar also contributing. In the US, the big one, the CPI, the US Consumer Price Index, posted its biggest rise in nearly 40 years, 7%. And interestingly, that core inflation number that the Fed looks at was supposedly going to be 0.05 of a percent, half a percent, came in at 0.6 of a percent. So that was worse than expected. Big contributors to the rise in the CPI were shelter, which is housing costs, rent, etc., Uh, something that we don't really take into account in our CPI, but the house boom in the US really hurting the uh, inflation side of things, and also used car sales as well, uh, that continuing to see uh, big rises there. So that's uh, not something that the Fed can easily uh, burst that bubble of, I suspect. But anyway, at the moment, uh, the market was relatively happy with those numbers and now moving on to reporting season. The weekly MBA Mortgage Applications Index increased 1.4% following a 56 decline last week, and the US Treasury budget showed a $21.3 billion deficit in December, which is a lot better than last December, which was $143.6 billion big numbers. Oil rally to continue in 2022 as demand outstrips supply, analysts say, and NATO offers arms talks as Russia warns of dangers. And Biogen in the US, those shares slid as the Medicare proposal restricts coverage of Alzheimer treatments. And the rise in real bond yields may slow but not stop stock market bulls, according to some analysts, and the focus very much shifting to the big US banks, which report on Friday. In our market today, Judith Nielsen, uh, wife, former wife, ex-wife of Kerr Nielsen from Platinum, has sold another 4.9% of Platinum last night at $2.42. And that uh, CPI of 7%, 12-month gain, the largest 12-month gain since June 1982. In the tech stocks in the US last night, let's just, sorry, just go back. Uh, we had uh, we had some good moves from uh, Apple up 0.26%, uh, Amazon and Netflix both down, and the U.S. banks slightly better last night ahead of their results. Uh, we had J.P. Morgan up uh, around 0.6%, and Goldman's though the big loser last night down 3.2%, and Tesla doing well last night as well. The New York Stock Exchange Fang Plus Index up 1.2% bolstering modest gains for the Nasdaq. 10-year yields in the US, 
1.5% now. Australian, 1.84%. That uh, differential closing up at the moment. Germany, still negative, but only negative 0.06%. And the Chinese PPI yesterday coming in slightly below where some authorities or some analysts had expected does give the Chinese government and the PBOC room to stimulate the economy. And next week, we could see some big changes afoot. The BHP dual-listed structure unification could see the weightings of the BHP in our ASX 200 go from around 5 or 6% to around 9.6%, 10%. It had been thought that that may happen over a period of time to allow index funds and institutions to adjust to that but uh, it now looks like it could be just one day, a big change on one day. Anyway, we shall see how that works out. JX, JHX, which is James Hardy, former CEO, has lawyered up, now considering legal action after his dismissal a week or so ago. And in the AFR today, staff shortages are smashing builders and suppliers due to the isolations from COVID. And at Liontown, the CEO says market is factoring in too much supply from new products. It takes between five to seven years from discovery to production for a lithium project, he says. And the market's getting a little bit too carried away with how much supply is coming. Uh, Liontown's Kathleen Valley project is due to start producing in 2024. Yesterday, they announced a offtake agreement with LG, which looks pretty good. BWX leadership transition announced this morning and National Australia Bank has agreed to acquire Lantern Claims, terms undisclosed there, and 1ONE has been uh, a quarterly report out this morning. So if you're interested in that, have a look at that one. Question of the day today. Let's just get it up. What was your New Year's financial resolution? I'd love to hear from you. What was your New Year's financial revolution, resolution, not revolution, resolution? Thanks very much for listening. I hope you have a great trading session. If you're listening to this on a podcast, don't forget there are three other streams of podcasts that are available. The Marcus Strategy Podcast, the On The Desk Podcast, and the On The Couch Podcast. You can subscribe to any or all of those on your favorite podcast platform. And if you're listening on a podcast or watching this on a video and you're not yet a member of the Marcus Today, we'd love to have you on board. You can sign up at marcustoday.com.au. That's it. Thanks very much for listening and have a great day.